Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. I am going to talk about capacity today how to grow it, how to expand it, how to have more of it, because we all know that we're not getting more time. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. It's time for another quickie because there's always time to fit in inspiration. If there are things on your plate or in your calendar and you're like, honestly, I want to do all of it. This is my yes year. You're going to need to understand how to grow your capacity. And the great news is, is that you absolutely can. You just have to set your expectations in the right place so that you know what's coming. Because we all know that a lot of the reasons why we are upset with life or stressed out is just because we had a different expectation. So if we can hold a certain expectation around what it feels like when you're in your giant growth season, when you're expanding your capacity and when you're in your yes year so that you can just see what works and what doesn't, then you are going to just have to set 
the standard and know what that expectation should be. So let's get into capacity. The reason that this is coming up for me, especially this week, is because I have two events that we're hosting back to back in less than a month now. So I have Girlfriends in Business on February 3rd, which is totally sold out. Thank the Lord. This is so amazing. Did this event now and it was third time and it actually sold out in two hours, you guys. That is one of the most exciting things. If you guys know, if you have programs, when you're having to market things and you're already busy, I was like, oh my God, I had, I had put on my calendar. We were going to market this for two weeks and it sold out in two hours. So I got to take all of those plans off and that felt so good. So I have girlfriends in business coming up on February 3rd. And that is, you know, we're doing like backdrops and I'm talking to the, the eight different guests that are coming and we're arranging what they're talking about. And I have calls throughout the last week about planning and what it's going to look like and team plans and running through the whole, you know, day of show, all the fun stuff, creating the agenda. And then we also have the dinner series, which is February 1st. So literally right before that, this is an event Chris and I have never done. We're actually still filling it. We have like three spots left and this one is a pretty extravagant event and we're planning tablescapes and backdrops and, you know, special guests and making sure that that all goes well and all of the networking breakouts that we're going to be doing there with people. So it's a very busy time, not to mention my product is literally going into production tomorrow. Like tomorrow we are doing all of the things for my product Glossy, which is a skin routine you can drink. And it's like, we're also getting in Amazon. So it's like Amazon packaging, that team, marketing, emails, we're switching email teams. Like it is full force capacity where I literally am a little bit bananas right now. And I did two full days of in-person filming podcasts with like seven guests. And that took two days out of my week on top of this week that was already so busy. So it has been long, long days. So I'm telling you all this not to exasperate myself, but I have to take a deep breath there. <laughs> I actually try not to think of it all at once. And we're going to talk about that in a second. Because I want you to know that the, the woman I was even at the beginning of last year would have had an absolute shit fit, nervous breakdown, just hearing all of those things. And let's sprinkle in some events. Cause I have another event that I'm speaking at this weekend. And then the weekend after that, and I'm also working every weekend. So I know this is my sprint season right now. I knew that I knew what I had on the calendar. I knew that launching a product would be no joke. I also knew that the podcast and the events and all of these things are just as important because they're also all helping feed the product and launch the product. So nothing was a no for me that I just mentioned to you. So with that, I knew that my calendar was going to be back to back. And I know that the things that I like to normally have in there, like breaks and, you know, weekends to just reset, were not going to be something for me in January and February. I knew this. And so setting that expectation has helped me so much. But I do notice that every single day I have to work really, really hard on remembering the expectation and also all of the feelings that come up around having a schedule like this and also having this task switch from things that are tactical to creative. So we've been really trying to dial this in on my team literally right now. So what I want to share about capacity is you can't grow your capacity without two things. So you can't grow your capacity without extended 
time periods under pressure. So this is a good thing. Having extended time periods under pressure is one way to grow your capacity. Like you know that you have an event coming up or you know that you're creating a talk and you're going to be giving a talk on a big stage that you've never done. And you know that you have 30 to 60 days where you're kind of holding this feeling of anxiety, of pressure, of all the things. So in the fitness world, we call that time under tension. And for any of you that don't know, I have a big background in fitness, personal training, owned a gym, all that fun stuff. So time under tension was how you also grow your muscles. So that would be like, if I go to the gym, even though the weight might be lighter on a couple of those things, like maybe you're just sprinkling in one big talk in the next 60 days, it's still like picking up a weight that feels doable, but just curling it until your muscle is absolutely exhausted. So let's say 15 pounds is like no big deal for you on bicep curls. Now I want you to take that 15 pounds and I want you to curl it a hundred times in a row. That weight is going to get really heavy and this is how you're going to grow your capacity. So just know if you have something like that on your calendar, great. You're growing your capacity. If you're like, Oh, it's giving me some anxiety. It's not a bad thing. It's actually getting you used to feeling pressure, which is amazing. So we're going to talk about how to deal with that and cope with it too. So the second thing about growing capacity is that another way to do it is to have heavier pressure. So bigger things, like maybe it's something so big that you've never done, or you have a couple really big things that you're like, Oh my God, this is going to require me to be someone that I'm not right now. I actually have to become someone else in order to be able to fulfill on this thing that I said yes to. So when we think of this in the gym, that would be like me being used to those 15 pound weights and suddenly going up to a 30 pound weight in curling that or a 35 pound weight. You guys know that that is excellent exponentially increased pressure. But this is a way to grow your capacity faster. This is like when I had never been involved in a mastermind and all of a sudden I joined a mastermind that has like these incredible people. And it was like when we went from zero to Lewis Howe's mastermind, which all of a sudden, if you guys hadn't listened to the podcast with Chris and I, from last week, like the people that were in that were next level. And so that was some heavy ass pressure that I was like, this is so much. I don't know if I can handle this. And that is a really fast way to grow your capacity is to take on much bigger things, say yes to much bigger things. This is also like when I had never had an event with more than, you know, 25 people at it and said yes to putting down gosh, I don't even know what we put down. I think we probably put down like $50,000 on an event called the bliss project where I was going to fill it with 300 people. Did I know I could do that? No. Had I had proof of that? Absolutely not. Had a concept of an event like this even been out there for women? No. So this was multiple years ago, you guys, and it was a three day personal development event for women for connecting, growing. And this was, oh my gosh, 2013, 2014. And I didn't have anything in my brain that said that this could be a success in my history. That was heavy ass pressure. That was a big thing. That's a fast way to grow your capacity. And again, if you're thinking about in the gym, if you want to grow your muscles fast, we always work you up to a heavy weight quickly because it tears that muscle down. And so that's what I want you to think about when you're growing your muscle. It's not a pretty process. You cause yourself pain, obviously, because you're putting all of that pressure on at once. So it is heavy. You don't think you 
you can do it. You're trying to squeeze out those last two reps that tear that muscle fiber down. Like you're actually causing damage and tearing and you have two to three days or four if you're new at this, if it's like something you're not used to, where you feel like you can't walk, you can't wash your hair, you can't do the do all the things that you normally do. You just feel stunted. Like you're like, could this actually be good for me? Yes, it's actually good for you. It's about setting the expectation though, knowing what is coming and also how to respond in those moments. So let's get into that. So now you know the two ways that capacity grows. Let's talk about what comes up around when you go and do these things and put them on your calendar. Number one is resistance. We spend more time thinking about it and resisting it than doing the task. If I know that I said yes to this and there's things that I have to do like practice a talk coming up, Instead of me going, I don't want to, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. I'm thinking about all the things that could go wrong. It's in the calendar. Practice your talk one hour, go on a walk, take that sheet of paper with you, read it out loud, think about it, imagine yourself. Don't resist. Don't like think about all the things that you don't want to do instead of just putting it in the calendar, getting your ass outside, taking a walk and practicing. It's the resistance leading up to the thing that is causing you the most pain. All right. Number two, future tripping. I learned this word from Gabby Bernstein and I used to think about it all the time because I would be on a run and I'd be tripping out on the future of, you know, I have to do this thing. Oh my God, it's going to go wrong. It's going to do all these things, whatever. Okay. Instead of just being on my run and thinking of how I wanted it to go or thinking of how I wanted my day to go, or just trying so hard to be present, listening to what I wanted to listen to, I was in the future. So future tripping is huge when you're creating capacity. It's not a good thing because you're pulling all of these false things that aren't even real into the present moment. And that is not going to serve you as you grow your capacity. So try to get present no matter what. Don't allow yourself to trip out on future things that aren't happening. So the third one is no plan. And when I don't have a plan, you're just going to feel like you're running in circles all day long. I felt that way this morning, even though I had my calendar, I had an hour that was free and I didn't know where to start because I didn't have a plan of what tasks needed to get done first today. So I grabbed my to-do list and I was like, just start with the easiest ones that you can get off now. So when I don't have a plan, I really waste time. And I noticed that my default response is to just kind of feel like I'm stunted, like I'm paralyzed. So without a plan, you're going to just be stuck in resistance. You're going to be stuck in future tripping. So always try to have a plan of what to do for the day and what to do around the things that you need to get done and just do them. Don't think. Number four, mixed brain tasks. Okay. So what I'm trying to do now is I have so much creative work between coming up with podcasts and coming up with content for the events and coming up with marketing ideas for Glossy and email marketing ideas. That's all very creative, not to mention creating social media every single month. So what I now know about myself is my creative brain likes to be creative all day long. So we're trying to mark off Mondays. It's like a no meeting Monday in order for me to be creative and create all those things. And I'm also writing my weekly email. So it's like all creative stuff. That's all going to go on Mondays. And I stay in that. I can't remember if it's left or right brain. I think creative is right brain. So I stay in that right brain mentality of creativity because when I'm switching from tasks that aren't creative to like left brain, I notice that I can't go back and forth. Like I just get so, again, my word paralyzed. Like I, I don't do anything. It's, I just feel so stuck. So number five, 
not being in your zone of genius as you grow your capacity. This is so normal because as you grow, you don't have people on your team to do everything. But the goal is always to try to get back into your zone of genius and hire for the things that you're not good at that are taking you a day where it could take someone else 10 minutes, an hour, you know, two hours, whatever that looks like. So not everyone can do this right away. I certainly couldn't. If you don't know our story, Chris and I were broke as a joke. We were like $300,000 in debt. We lost our home and cars. So like when I first started in the entrepreneurial world, I could not be hiring out. I was like doing everything I could, trading, bargaining, bartering, like anything that I could. But it did take me longer because I was in tasks that I could not figure out. I'm not a techie and I was trying to even figure out like website things, you guys, like no good. I was, something that would take someone an hour was taking me a week. Like that's how bad I was at it. So as you're expanding your capacity, really looking at where can I hire? Where could I find someone? Where could I trade? Where could I try to get someone else to do this so that I can just focus on the the needle movers, the things that I do best in this company that bring income in, whether that's audience acquisition, maybe you're really good at social. So you get all of the eyeballs. Maybe you're really good at going out and speaking on stages. That's where you want to be spending your time. Maybe you're really good at connecting with people and creating relationships. So that's where you want to be spending more of your time. So I want you guys to be thinking about this and I'm so excited, um, to just be spending this year with you again on the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you know anyone that needs this, shoot them a little texty text. Otherwise, I would love if you would rate and review the podcast. That means the world. I'm so grateful for everybody who pops over there and leaves a comment. I get to read them. I get to see who's listening. And you guys, until next time, earn your happy. Bye, everyone. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community. And everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, Not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. 
You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14 day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori.